0: Gobble, bitches, welcome to keep up. Fucking welcome. What, what? Bring in some fucking energy, Vince. Welcome to fucking keep up with Sylvan. Sane. Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's good. I like to. I like to act like I have uh, bipolar disorder. It's not something to laugh at. But most things on me, you can laugh at. Don't worry. You don't have to laugh at other bipolar people. You don't have to laugh at anybody with disorders or diseases. But when I have them, feel free. Feel free. Welcome, guys. Uh, last week was Thanksgiving. It was <laughs> it was definitely exciting. I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, last week, I recorded for YouTube, but I haven't posted it yet. I'm going to post it uh, this weekend. It uh, I did it through my phone and the phone recorder, the video recorder, breaks it up into segments. So right now, I am broadcasting from this mic. Adobe Audition. Shout out to Adobe. Expensive, but well worth it. And also, shout out to my fucking la- by my tablet that provides the sound effects. Uh, my Blue Yeti mic. I'm, getting, I'm upgrading, guys. I'm trying to move the fuck up on the keep up on the Keep Up. This weekend I'll also be uh, recording episode 35 early so that uh, I'm not going to tell you the title of the episode yet. You'll find out very soon. Uh, But today's episode is called Only the Dickest, I mean Survival of the Dickest. So of course you know that the real phrase is Survival of the Fittest, coined by Charles Darwin and Darwinism and natural selection I don't know who naturally selected some of you motherfuckers out there you guys are really retarded so I don't know if natural selection is uh is real because there's some really reject human beings out there But like I said like I said I'm uploading this onto YouTube I've got a few things cooking I recruited some members for my keep up live show um it's going to be a collaboration this it's going to stay mine. And then Keep Up Live is going to be um, four hosts, hopefully a videographer, a, um, a director, a producer, engineer. These are all things you need for a podcast. I mean, this is not like a podcast, like, fucking uh, tutorial. But um, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm listening to other podcasts. I'm trying to give you the best experience fucking possible. So... Keep on a watch out. So this one is going straight to YouTube. And this one's easier. See, see? See? This one's easier. Because I am actually uploading it from the YouTube app. Although my phone is on airplane mode right now. Which you can still record. I'm trying not to get disturbed. Because, you know, I'm trying to record my damn episode. People love to fucking interrupt me. So we got a lot to talk about. So, um... Let me... So now... Now I'm going to have less uh, things to edit. Because you're seeing everything fucking kind of live. And uh, let's go to my motherfucking sound effect. Which we're going to get to that when the live version comes, it might have to change. But but change is good. Nothing stays the same. Nothing about this show is going to be the same in 2019. Just saying. I'll be giving out business cards too. Stickers are coming. Merch is going to be available soon. I'm doing fucking big things. You should be ready. What the fuck is happening? Hey, 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 what the fuck is happening? Let's start off with Bill Maurer. Bill Maurer wrote a, uh, a blog. I didn't even know he had one. Um, and I'm a Bill Maher fan, fan. I'm not. Let's not front right now. I like uh, real time with Bill Maher. I loved his politically incorrect when he was on ABC. I've always been a big fan. But part of his brand is being arrogant and totally obnoxious. And if you're just totally surprised right now of like who he is and like his out there approach on topics and subjects, I'm shocked he doesn't have a podcast actually because this is uh, becoming the new internet gangster. Just say what you want behind the fucking mic and you'll be protected. Not me. I got plenty of my enemies that come after me, especially on the kickball team. I don't make friends on kickball teams. But Bill Maurer, he doesn't make friends with the nerds, it seems. Bill Maurer tried to come at nerds, and right now it's like the golden era of nerds. Um, You got Marvel movies coming out the wing-wang. You got every type of comic book movie coming out the wing-wang. You got... uh, yeah, Game of Thrones, all of this, all this mystical fantasy, sci fi. It, it, Like I said, it'll get your nerdy dick hard. And wrong timing, Bill. Bill you could have waited maybe like maybe like seven years ago, ten years ago. Could have got away with that. But what he really didn't get away with, he didn't really come at the nerds. Yeah, he did. He came at a lot of people. <laughs> I believe no one, no one's safe. No one's safe out there. Came at the nerds, said that. Uh, only in America can you have grown men uh look at books without pictures. He said that um he never really he only read Marvel comics when he ran out of the Hardy Boys. Uh that's the Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys series. They don't really they don't really play that they don't really uh uh feature those uh, comic or graphic novels anymore. And he also shitted on Stan Lee saying that like, you know, he got people to live in these fantasy worlds, I get what he's saying i'm not I'm not totally I'm not totally not rocking with Bill Maurer on this. he has a point. we have got obsessed with comic book uh movies and shows we really have we have not left much room for creativity anymore and it has given an excuse for people not to want to fucking grow up. he's right his timing was off now I'm someone who hates when people comment on my tone i hate when people are yeah when they're losing a fucking argument they they take these intangibles and they try to put it against you because you're fucking bearing him they're you're fucking bearing the point point. and with bill meyer he was right he was right he shouldn't shit on stan lee to do that though and i don't think that you have to shit on people to highlight people Go ahead, shit on people. I'm with it. I, I'm all here for it, man. I'm all. I like. I think there are there are positive negativities out there. And uh, my fan base loves my my damn pan, my deadpan humor. I get to see myself enunciate things on this. My deadpan humor and very sarcastic, very dry. And that's how Bill Maher is. And you don't have to agree with him. But, you know, Stan Lee died at 95. Shout out to him and rest in power. But you don't come after the nerds. They're like the Bayhive, but worse. But Bill Maher will go on and he'll live on. And hopefully uh, he learned a little bit from his mistake. (laughs) Nah, he didn't learn. He gets in trouble all the time. He even got away with fucking the the, the house nigga thing. He's the same dude. Ice Cube at the put that motherfucker in check. Ice Cube, where you at? Get, get this motherfucking check right now, Bill Maurer. But anyway, um, yeah, let's get this a little more. Yeah, I mean, I like that you're featuring my card. Like I said, my logo and my card are on this. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see that. Um, I'll have stickers soon. I'll have t shirts. I'm actually coming out with my own brand of lighters. So here we go. You'll not only get to watch and listen to Still insane, and the programs that are coming up that I'm in development with. But you'll also get little, little tidbit merchandise. I'm not, I'm not going large scale yet. Just so you can promote me and fucking remember me. Religious Missionary Island Hopper. So let's click that in real quick. Let's, let's find out more information. Because I don't even remember this guy's name. Missionary Killed by Natives. That's like the first story that comes up. Awesome. Oh, so it was was on the coast of India and has no plans to recover the body. So here we go. This uh, Kansas City uh, missionary guy, he thought that it was a good idea to try to promote Christianity. Just like every predecessor of his, uh, Manifest Destiny and the Inquisition, you know, Religion just has such a great reputation of converting people, especially Christianity. Not really. So John Allen Chow, he thought that he was like some fucking, uh, you know, he thought that he was doing some goodwill. But little, I mean, he did know. He did know. He just, uh, white privilege, you'd think that you can just bulldoze, bulldoze through anything in any culture. So he tried to convert these people on the island. And just like the Ubuddy story, they definitely did not get down with that. And they killed him. And some people call him a martyr. Fuck out of here! They ain't no martyr. You know why they say he's a martyr? Because he was—he died for his beliefs. Cool, cool, cool. But infringing on other people's lifestyle—and you're not allowed on that island. Actually, there are many laws that uh, the tribesmen—they ha- um, have domain over that area. They have their own laws, and. I don't see why why um, Christianity has to be in their lives. I don't see why they can't follow their own traditions. So, I mean, I don't want anybody to die. Don't get me wrong. I ain't, I ain't that fucking mean as fuck like that. But he kind of deserved it. And people want his remains. That would mean that you have to go and interrupt their lives once again. Let them live. Sorry, guys. If you really want that. From this remote Indian island, from India, not some bullshit Indigenous Indigenous Day like Thanksgiving. Now where we show disrespect, but yeah, but we we disrespect Indigenous cultures so much. You gotta let this mother rock. You got sorry, dude. Your body is gonna be left in it's. I heard it's a really nice place though. You knew that. So uh, next topic. On the monologue, what the fuck happened? This is based on viral news and things that I just came across. Amazon gentrification. You knew that was coming. White people getting the origins of Queen Latifah and Run DMC wrong. Now, let me explain. I have an old classmate from middle school. I won't mention her name. Uh, she went on a rant about Amazon, rightfully so. I'm more pro-Amazon in this situation. Not, like, necessarily pro-Amazon. They're definitely a dirty, dirty company. Um, I'm definitely in bed with them too much. I love Prime shipping. I love all this shit. The Kindle. all yo, Amazon is killing it. So that's my question. Where were you when they were getting big? Why now, when they're pretty much too big, do you think that you can bring them down? Jed Bezos is already in space. This motherfucker's with like Elon Musk and shit like that. And he's ready to put rockets up there. He don't give a fuck what you think about his factory. And New York is a metro city. It's not just a metro city, it's a global city. And I don't mean to sound, you know, too fiscally mean or. But seriously, there is a reason why New York is the way it is. There's reasons why people travel and tourism, which brings in huge money, obviously, in most countries and most cities especially this one people have come thousands of miles away to see buildings and businesses that reside here that fucking Oculus that was dumb that was over a billion dollars and it looks like a fucking shark vagina it looks like a, a, a like they said it was supposed to be like a fucking like bird and shit no it looks like jaws was inserting a tampon, and we're all looking up. We're all looking up at it, and that's how I feel about that. So there's a lot of waste of money, even 9-11. You know that I think is fixed, but I I have sympathy for the families. Obviously, we're all Americans. I, I do think that responders and all those people and people stuck in the buildings and in the planes, no disrespect, no disrespect, but I do think we were all pawns in that situation, including us, people, the survivors, including people that were far removed, I was in Queens, I wasn't that close, but I was. But, yo, people from like Idaho and like fucking like North Dakota, they'd be like, oh, 9 11, never forget. I mean, I know it was on our, I know it was on U.S. soil, but y'all need to get over that. You are not a New Yorker. You, You did not go through the same fucking struggle. Stop that shit. So back to Amazon's gentrification. What really, what really pissed me. So I'm for gentrification. I'm not for class regentrification, though there's a difference, and I don't think people know the difference. Gentrification happens all the time as a matter of fact, the neighborhood that I live in was mostly white, was mostly white, and people don't like to hear this, but when a black or a minority moves into a white neighborhood or you know majority white neighborhood, uh the property value goes down. Now you may not want to believe this? But you can do some research, and you can just see by the results. You can just see by the results of how many African Americans are, are are in those neighborhoods. I mean, there are, there are African Americans with money. There really are. But why are they less welcomed into those neighborhoods than a white affluent person moving into a neighborhood of color, a community of color? So that's what I'm against. I am against... If, if white people, and not just white people, rich people, transplants, if they were allowed to move into New York City, poor people, not nah, 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 poor people, but race whatever race is allowed to move into your neighborhood, and that's not really happening. So a lot of minorities are being displaced out of these areas in their homes, and they're not allowed to walk amongst the places that they're deriving from to raise the rent to New York and to raise the rent prices, and I guess less jobs. But that's not even true. The Amazon plant is not even a plant. It is a headquarters. And they're setting up shop in Arlington, Virginia as well. But Arlington should be more pissed because Virginia is not above the unemployment rate. New York City is. New York City is under the 3.9 threshold that the nation is on. The nation average is 3.9. Shout out to Obama. And shout out to Trump for uh taking credit for Obama, as always, and trying to dismantle everything that he does. But luckily Obama did some did a lot of good things. So it's gonna take a while for him to take it all down. Whatever. Can't can't you know, can't help what you can't help. I voted, I voted, I didn't vote for this motherfucker, so there's really there's really nothing I gotta say. <laughs> um so the, the real gripe that I fucking have, the real gripe that I have is that um, it's not even that the gentrification. It's not The girl that was putting up the post, she said the home in Queens, not even just Queens, she was talking about Long Island City, which is in Queens, obviously. Some of you, I don't know that. But uh, this bitch said that home of Queen Latifah and Run DMC. Long Island City, not all of Queens. She was not... Representing all the Queens. She is from Jackson Heights. So she said it was so that Long Island City is so close to her that it reverberated with her. So, like I said, I got a problem with this. First of all, guys, if you don't know, Queen Latifah is from Newark, New Jersey. Repeat after me Newark, New Jersey, not Long Island City. You hear that? Not Long Island City. Run DMC is not from Long Island City. They are from Queens. Most certainly so. But x and Hollis is not in Long Island City, so that that like to 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 conclude this i it's crazy because I feel the same way about feminists. I was just talking to somebody about feminists today. the third wave feminist I'm not really about because it has become just a movement of white women. I'm sorry that I had to make it racial again, but um it's true it's true most. Feminist white women will not fight for the rights of all women, including Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony, before they coined the phrase, my dad didn't even know that. Susan B. Anthony was not for the whole women's suffrage. She was only for white women. She didn't say it often, but she said it enough. And people don't know that. And that's probably why she's not as glorified as people want to glorify her for. Just saying. So... I've talked to people about whitewashing history. I've talked about the respect of certain cultures. And to me, you're from Queens and you don't know where Run DMC is from. You want to call out hip-hop names and you don't know where Queen Latifah is from. That's my problem. So fuck the Amazon shit. Fuck the gentrification. Like I said, gentrification happens. N- cultures flood in and out of neighborhoods all the time. Fightful even went west. FIFA went west. People are allowed to relocate people are allowed to get outpriced of their location and they're also allowed to outprice themselves that's the beauty of america you are allowed to move wherever the fuck you want as long as you got the money new york city is the second most expensive city in the world san francisco is number 1 san francisco makes no qualms that it does not want poor people there not that i don't want poor not that i won't want poor people in new york But there are people that are poor that are moving to New York and expecting us to pick up the slack. Now, I know I sound like a fiscally conservative conservative, not, I I don't care. They can come. I'm just wondering. I have questions. That's all. It's not that I don't mind that my tax money goes to the poor, whatever. No, I I don't care about that. That's fine. I'm totally, I'm in a society just like the rest of you But like I said, I got questions. Why, though? Why? I mean, there are a lot of amenities the best city in the world, but that's my point. I said that to a friend of mine. Being poor in America is like Club Med compared to other parts of the world. You literally are probably going to die if you are in another country and you're poor. Over here, you got a shot. You got a shot. You could do it. And you can make it out of the rut. You can stay there. You could add some money on the train. And, uh, yeah, man, there's there's all types of things you could do. But, like I said, gentrification is natural. Amazon is coming. It's not like Berlin. You can't, I mean, New York City is not going to get down with Berlin's, uh, method of trying to dissuade or trying to, trying to stop the, uh, the movement. The Amazon movement. So that's not happening. That's not happening. And we know damn well that ain't happening. Yo, why people... Yo, I thought that I put my phone on... Uh, I really thought that I put my phone on No Disturb, but I guess it didn't happen, but it's cool. So fuck Amazon, not really. Like I said, that's makes New York. You can't fill up New York with just mom and pop shops. It doesn't happen that way. You need big businesses. You need the executive businesses. And that raises that raises the uh I mean it doesn't help the property value. We have one of the skyrocketing property value, but it does help the wages. It does. Executive wages definitely bring up the wages. We are all getting a uh, fifteen minimum uh wage for New York State, hopefully for the nation, and to be honest, even more than that, uh, Minimum wage now should be like around $20, the way that inflation is. And you guys are going to be like, oh, inflation's always going to go up and shit like that. The burger flippers. Oh. Stop inflating shit. Stop making goods and services more than they, they should be. Or you let all of us fucking rise with our wages. That's just how it goes, motherfucker. Um, I saw somebody uh, flip the bird. And it was it was Harvard versus Yale. Get that. And I was watching on deadspin.com and the motherfucker got a got a touchdown and then he put the bird up and they took the touchdown away. Wow, that that's a pretty harsh punishment. That's pretty rough. I probably would have my touchdown taken away, too, to be honest, because I love flipping the bird. I it's it's such a it's such a liberating experience to tell somebody right the fuck so shout out to that player i don't remember his name but you get my respect um rest in power to kim porter uh 47 years old she died of heart failure i believe uh so did someone else recently Oh yeah, stanley he died of heart failure too. But that's a little fishy. I'm not Alex Jones. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I do think that Diddy had something to do with, with Biggie dying. And somebody was telling me that, uh, we talked about tell all books last week. But somebody was saying that uh, Kim had been working on a tell all book for like five years. Now I'm not trying to shut her name. I know she just died. I know she's. You know the eulogy is fresh in our mind. Diddy couldn't compose himself just the way he couldn't compose with, with Biggie. But then all of a sudden his his whole music career just b- blossomed after that. But yeah, man, Kim Porter is a is a huge figure in the Diddy saga. So you'll see that. And uh, that's sad, sad for the family. Um, like I said, I, I'm just I'm just shocked that uh, I'm just shocked that Mace is still alive. Like. Mace must have not been big on the food chain for Diddy not to swipe his ass out just like he did Biggie. Just saying, just saying. Uh, <laughs> I got into an argument with my, my conservative buddy Josh. I will definitely shout out his name. He definitely needs to be called out every once in a while because he's a big-ass racist. He don't believe it, though. He don't believe it. He thinks he could say things like keep them in their shithole countries just like his president says. Um, he's down with just European, basically he's down with eugenics, he's down with all that, but like, he tries to say it in a playful way, or whatever, I don't even know, he thinks that like, racism in his opinion, I don't even know, I don't know why I entertain it, but he's a decent guy deep down, hopefully he will change, but not on this issue, he thinks that all, uh, all amendments are fair game except for the, the second amendment, and I'm sure you've met people like that in your life, that are fucking annoying like him, Uh, he threw a bitch fit about, uh, there's a a bill being passed in New York state and they want to check your social media of the last five years. If you were purchasing a gun, I actually post way more wild shit than this guy does. So I don't even know why he's upset. I mean, I don't want to purchase a firearm anytime soon. I don't want to live in myself either. I think that'd be cool. I mean, not that cool. I mean, guns are not that cool, but I live in the Second Amendment obsessed fucking country, so one day I probably will get a gun, a licensed gun, of course. But we'll see. And I don't mind. I don't mind. Even when I put a bad, like, even when I put controversial shit and all that, I have nothing really to hide. So I don't see why this. Guy, I know why he has to hide. He says the most racial. And to be honest, when we talked about it, he's he was so mad that he said, "Well, I'm going to keep my guns close, and whoever passes that bill, I'm shooting them." And he gets mad when like antifa or black lives matter or something like that when things get violent or rough or something like that he wants to like throw away the key he wants them to go to jail for life he wants to kill them but yet he'll say stuff like killing politicians if he doesn't get his way with uh with the law with laws being passed guys pray for that motherfucker because he's going out of his mind his birthday's coming up too and i think i might make a little surprise he don't listen to my show that often. He should, but if he but it's cool that he doesn't right now because I'm definitely surprising his ass, and I'm gonna be like, I'm probably gonna put in some blackface or something like that, and just like be like, and then he'll probably shoot me to be honest, race his ass. But we'll see, we'll see. Let's get on to what I'm listening now. What the fuck? Am I listening to? And what the fuck did I hear? What did you hear? Did you snitch? Sorry that we're uh, we're talking about this a lot. But this is a, this is a pretty prevalent issue. And uh, I know you're probably hear, uh, tired of hearing it. Or you're not getting enough. You, there's no in between with Takashi 69 And he's not even on my show log. I just decided I wanted to talk about him real quick. Because not only is he all over the news. I feel bad for him. I really do. I'm going to take Joe Button's take on this. I do. I feel bad. I don't. I didn't really have any advice for him. Uh, I didn't really like his music. I still don't love his music. His music's still kind of trash. His album just came out recently, Dummy Boy, and all that shit. He only had, like re- four like original tracks other than the singles that were out. But the more I read about this case with Shoddy and Treyway and him firing the whole crew at the Breakfast Club, or before the Breakfast Club interview. I just feel bad for him, man. He had a lot of bad people around him. And to be honest, it's not, I mean, it is his fault. Like, you make your choices, but damn. I saw something where he's not going to see a judge. Like, he's not going to see a court date. Now, he has seen a judge. He's been denied bail and all that good shit. But he's not going to have his kick. September 2019. Now, if you thought that this guy wasn't getting Bobby Schmurdon, who went to jail just a few years ago, Epic, uh, Epic Records, L.A. Reed, they gave up on him. They weren't even gonna release Takashi six nines album, but they did. He's got too much buzz. He ain't gonna see a dime of that. He was only worth one point seven million dollars when he went for his bail hearing, too. And I saw on Instagram, I saw Shotty, the uh the guy that uh was managing and he was on Treyway and they fired all of them. He fired the whole team before the Breakfast Club interview. And then coincidentally, he's he's getting charged with racketeering and he could do thirty five to life. Like I said, he won't be able to see a judge until September 2019. That's how fucking serious this shit is. That's how serious this shit is. The fact that he won't be able to get this trial started until 2019, and they denied his bail, he's a flight risk. So, supposedly, he tried to have a gang member shot up or beat up. He saw a lot of gang activity. Racketeering is one of the most serious offenses you can do. This country hates gangs. So if you're in a gang, you're stupid. You're a fucking idiot. Like, I really don't got that much excuses for you. So, I, I like, I don't know. I I would have laughed because there was a lot of people laughing. 50 Cent, all these people, they're laughing at the de- demise. Now, if it was like a slap on the wrist, the dude did like 30, 60 days in jail, even a year. Like, it's still a long time to lose your freedom. Maybe I would have laughed a little bit. But the dude is about to do life. That's crazy. You don't want nobody to do that. I'm not trying to have him beat the case because he could have murdered somebody. He could have like really hurt some people. So I'm not. I'm not rooting against him, but I'm not rooting for him. I just think I need to chill. I mean, the jokes are funny, but this guy is about to go in for a long time. And damn, like why would you? Why would you do that to yourself? So hopefully he's all right, man. Hopefully he's got a lot of time to think about this shit. Jill Scott versus Karen O. Now, Jill Scott is a singer, an R&B singer, R&B soul singer, and <laughs> she uh, was out on her tour, and uh, they've been talking about it on the podcast. So I'm kind of late on this to talk about it. At least she started fucking deep throating the mic. Pretty much, she was giving it two hands and, and, and jerking it and shit, as if it was a penis. And I, and I've seen this before. So everybody went wild. Karen O. She is the Korean American singer on the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, my favorite band. They're from Brooklyn. I've seen them multiple multiple times. She deep throats the mic all the time. She has a custom mic that has like uh bedazzled jewels on it and shit like that. And she deep throats it. So shout out to to uh Jill Scott for culturally appropriating that. No, I'm joking. It's not cultural appropriation. But she did kind of bite. And you don't want to bite her when it comes to dick or sucking dick, do you? But like I said, Joe Scott, she got the skills. I think it's crazy, though. Like, people that put all that work on the dick and shit like that, I mean, there's a combination that you need to have when giving a good blowjob. I wouldn't know the skill thing, but I would know on the receiving end. And she was doing too much hands. She was doing too much hands. It was like those people that come to the park and they got like all the headbands and they got like the whole jogging suit and then they can't ball and they're they're like my uncle, they're like Philip Seymour Hoffman and fucking along King Polly you don't want that obey your thirst image ain't always everything motherfuckers so yeah man, thank you, thank you to all those people out there that that definitely you gotta turn off the notifications for this shit But anyway, shout out to Joel Scott. Keeping the suck and dick dream alive. And thank you, Karen O., for showing us that Deep Throat is still an important part of life. Uh, I listened to the album Metro Boomin'. Not all heroes wear capes. Um, I have an assessment on that. This guy is a cheap version of Travis Scott. Travis Scott's uh, Astro World tour is going on right now. I got a lot of friends that are going to that. I've seen Astro. I've seen Travis Scott like about four times, so I wasn't really in the mood to pay that kind of money to go see him. But he's dope. I like Travis Scott. He doesn't have a voice. He can't really rap, but he's a really good producer. And whatever he puts himself on the tracks, and they come out well. Delta by Mumford and Sons. I got a little story about that. Uh my uncle he hates me and we've gotten into big rifts because of my grandmother and his uh his whatever wannabe wife. He never married this woman and he gets like all types of like benefits because he doesn't do that. He's like some welfare excuses, gets like free college and and he treats my cousins like shit. Only the uh daughters of ...of the woman, the the trash-ass, bitch-ass woman that wants to be my aunt and a grandmother... ...even though she was a terrible stepmother and step-aunt. I probably have told this story before. But she is crazy. She is clinically insane on many levels. She went on Facebook and blasted my grandmother about a bread maker... ...and blasted us because we didn't want to call her aunt. And she got all upset at my cousin. She just had our first... Uh, second cousin of the group on my mom's side, and this bitch got upset that nobody would call her grandmother or congratulate her. What the fuck did you do? The mother has you blocked on your phone. Like, what? you thought she was going to call you grandmother? So anyway, back to Delta, the new album by Mumford & Sons. I've seen them in Forest Hills before, and they're great. So this guy, he's at dinner with my family, and my, fam- my mom, and her sister, and him, and whoever's around, in-laws and shit like that. He he said, did my cousin Kimberly want his tickets to Mumford & Sons? He had a set. And I guess he got, like, the wrong tickets or something. I don't even know, man. I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. But he offered it to my cousin, my favorite cousin. I love her. I would go with her. But I even said, so my mom tried to stick up for me and be like, you know, Vincent would love to go That He likes Mumford & Sons. He wasn't having it. Because I, black, I, yo, when they when they did that all on Facebook, I blacked on them. I called her a pill popping bitch. I said all types of things. Uh do you like? Because she was talking about like trying to commit suicide. Because we didn't want to call. Now I do. You know that I respect suicide. Now I know that I have turned a leaf with that. I really do think she'd be doing us a favor if she left the earth. I don't want to do it. I don't want to pull the trigger. I don't want to poison her food. I don't want anything. I don't want to be any responsible for that. I'm not a killer. I am not somebody that wants to hurt people. But if she just so happens to fall down a ditch, I'm not going to be able to hold my excitement. She's what I've only I only hate people as much as her. There's only like four or five people in this world that I hate as much as her, or more. And. So they got the wrong tickets, and so I'm orchestrating with my cousin because I want to give a little fuck you to both of them and show that my cousin values me like that. She does. She had my back. But little did we know. So he lives in Trenton. The tickets are in Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia's not that far, but my cousin works until, like, the late night. She works for UPS and shit like that. She ain't got time for that. So I would go with her, but I don't think she wants the tickets anymore. So I just I just found that funny. I just found that funny that this guy tried to keep tickets away from me. The person he gave it to wants to bring me, but the motherfucker bought tickets because he lives in Trenton. He lives near Princeton University. So he even bought the tickets for the wrong location. That's why I think he wanted to give them away. So, Uncle Joey, you're an idiot. I listened to Tory Lane's album, and I listened to the... The freestyles between the gentlemen, uh, uh, between Jorner Lucas and Tory Lanez. Jorner Lucas is that guy that did that video, and he was acting like he was the white supremacist. And he's he's good. He's a good rapper, Tory Lanez. He's from Canada. Um, He's like the black Drake. (laughs) Drake is biracial. Sorry to, to burst that bubble for you guys. And Tory Lanez does like a little bit of reggae and stuff like that. I mean, damn, so does Drake. See, that's what I'm saying. They are the black and white version of each other. I like Tory Lane's album better. I think, again, he is like Drake. He puts albums together better than other rappers. And so I do like Tory Lanez. I do appreciate his, uh, his work. Tory Lanez is more rough and rugged and rigid. But he is a better rapper than Tory Lanez, in my opinion. So, But I would have to say same thing with Drake. I would have to give the win to Tory Lanez. Because Tory Lanez actually put some really good effort into it. Jordan Lucas is more lyrically talented Than Tory Lanez So that's why I give the heads up to the people That are not supposed to win rap battles But they come awfully close So that's why I give the tie to the runner Tory Lanez Listen to his new album He's got a new album out Let's see what that's called Tory Lanez I forgot the name of the album Uh no, that's not it. His new studio album is called El Agua, the water. Um no, actually my bad. Love Me Now. That is his new album. Sorry, guys. Love Me Now is his new album from Mad Love Interscope. And El Agua is going to be released in February. So that's a trend nowadays, guys. Like, mad people have songs that they got left on the table. And they're coming out with an album. And then they're coming out with a new album, like, months later. Drake is supposed to be coming out with an album around that time, too. And he just came out with shit just recently. Just recently. So just like DMX, DMX set the record. For most albums sold by two two albums in one year, that's it's, it's now it's mad common. It's mad common. <laughs> and they were talking about on the Joe Buttons podcast. They were talking about his verse being the realest verse of all time, saying or the most disrespectful verse in uh, verse two in "How's It Going Down." And to make a long story short, it, it was. They they mentioned some other ones like Tupac, um, shoot him up uh fuck the bitch and then the click you claim yeah mad disrespectful don't get me wrong and didn't even give Biggie a chance to be like, oh shit and I'm a Biggie fan. I, mean, I I'm more I'm all on Biggie's side. But damn they played the how's it going down? The motherfucker basically said, I know the dude slapped you for for saying my name while you were in bed with him. While you were fucking him, you said my name during sex. He slapped you up. You came to me, I wanna I wanna kill him. So the only reason why I'm not killing him is because I know you love him. Now go take this work. And when I say go take this work, because I got some I got some fans out there that don't know ebonics like that and don't know slang. Get this work means go sell some drugs for me. So I have to give some kudos to that show for noticing that. I had listened to that song many years. That's from my childhood. Damn DMX. They don't make you like they don't make niggas like you no more. Seriously. Oh yeah, see, I even knew the, the album. It was called Love Me Now. Sorry, Tory Lanez, my bad. Big Crit just came out with a Thrice, and that's his little EP that's very good. Heavily recommended. I like Big Crit. Not the best rapper of all time, but he puts really good music. I like to think of it as like intergalactic rap. That's how I like to categorize it. And then we got Diplomatic Ties by Dipset, and their album's pretty good. Um, they're trying to get a little modern. Somebody said that they invented Trap pretty much. And I'm going to have to agree with that. I'm going to have to agree with that. They are really dope. So that's our music news. Let's get into the release radar. These are the songs that have been released this week. But before we do that, let's uh, look at the album. uh, uh, There's other albums that have been released. Let me see if I can see some of them. Uh, That would be... The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. They put a collection together. They'll be releasing that this week. Celine Dion, she has a vinyl. OPEC turquoise, turquoise, turquoise. She uh, she has a new vinyl record coming out. Not new, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's like a greatest hits. Yeah, there's not that much. Phoenix by Rita Ora. And yeah, man, I don't know most of these people. So let yeah, let's get into the release radar. Brought to you by Spotify. Let's get some fucking water, too. Sundress by ASAP Rocky. His album is dope. Zombie Bastards by Weezer. Oodles Oh Noodles by Meek Mill. I love Meek Mill, and his new album, Championship, is coming out next week. He's dope. So happy that he's out of jail, and He's doing his thing and he doesn't have to worry about the, the Drake beef because I do like Drake better. But I feel like that beef was totally drowning in Meek Mill. Get the fuck out of there. Just just, just rap and have your music play in my barbershops nonstop, my dude. Like, I'm with that. You should be with that too. Vic Mensa has a new album. We should check that out real quick. What's that called? His is called Dark Things by Vic Mensa. He's got a new uh, single out called Dark Things as well, Dark Things. Uh, like I said, the Diplomats got a new uh, record and a new album, Diplomatic Ties. It's called, uh, their new is called On God. On God, I would do it for the squad. You'll hear that very soon. Anderson Pock, Oxford, Oxnard. We talked about that last week. Such a dope album. That's a really good album. Um, so then we have... Damn, so that's another one that doesn't listen to my show. My mother, if you were listening, we got you tickets to your favorite band. So, the Rolling Stones are coming out of a new album, and we got tickets for her. June 19th. I didn't even t- or June 13th. At met life. I didn't even tell my siblings. I'm not going to tell my siblings. I'm not going to ta- tell my siblings. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Where my mom ranks me with the, I I already rank higher than them. I love my brother and sister, but they're they're not on my level when it comes to parent appreciation. So Sweet Chick by Anderson .Paak. No Fade Away by The Rolling Stones. In This House featuring Gucci Man with Lil Wayne. Uh, Hot Wings, dope song by 2 Chains, Dope, dope, we'll be playing that. If I Say by Mumford & Sons. Lights On by Ryan Beatty and Santa Gold. Title the Creator. That's a really good song, too. Never Over by The Locks, which is really impressive, because Styles P just came out with a new album, and he came out with a collaboration album with Dave East, and they got new music coming from The Locks. That's what I'm fucking talking about. No Pork by Dave East. Ice Cream by Troy Ave. Caution, which is a good album. We talked about that last week by Mariah Carey. Not I'm Not Gone by Gucci Man and Kevin Gates with a little two phone ass. Overdue with Travis Scott by Metro Boomin. Like I said, Metro Boomin is like a poor man's version of Travis Scott. But that's cool. We're gonna listen anyway. Uh and that's about it. Let's get it. let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Right here for my oodles and noodles, babies. His mom smoked crack, but she is pregnant, so he can't get help that he's crazy. He's going to jail. It's- You need facts. Heard <laughs> not give up. I'm the same. What we ready for? Let's keep it peace when it touches terror. It's making it our fist skill breaking down big bills Six men sit still. get killed Bullet holes get filled. Ice is nice. Don't ask the price. It's nothing nice. You might just get chilled. Thought oh, I was nobody in the squad. So please believe me, that's all for GP. I was with the set when I got shot in DC. Sh- oh yeah. Tell me how abusive she is, nigga. Know who. I got cameras to get proof of it. suing you, bitch. Shit together, bitch. Ain't no try to through security I just hope my daughter could fit a mink to hide in New York. I can give a fuck what you niggas think. A lot of smell it on us. We pull up. They like them niggas stink. you not a boss. Niggas still sending you to go get a drink. i told so Empty that shit. Niggas, when they fish way word, so it's like but I don't got I smell it's Check out the work. Buy the scribble like a marker line. Bandana Louis, no vest in a fuller. Buying dogs, I'm investing in bullets. I came from there, I perfected my juggling. Diamond teeth, got a watch full of buggers. Got a chef, vegetarian cooking. Cameraman, get professional footage. They turn my mouth, these messes They told me, please take all your So that's about it guys. That is uh, the what the fuck that I hear. Let's move on. Let's fucking move on. What the fuck? Did I watch? Did I just watch? What did I watch? I watch, oh damn, and my video is on, and my phone is on 15% shit, so I gotta gotta hurry up, guys. I'm being being Apollo'd off my own show. I watched Bodyguard, which, uh, I think his name is Richard Madden. He is Rob Starks from Game of Thrones, and he's not on the show anymore. He died on The Red Wedding. Spoiler alert, if you never watched the damn show, you fucking idiot. Uh, he's incredible. Incredible. I don't know the other actors on the show. But he is a bodyguard for a, a prime uh, for a homeland security minister, and she has signed off on a bunch of bills, some GI bills and shit like that, privacy things. Basically, she's like a male Tony Blair, and he has severe post traumatic stress disorder, and he basically wants to kill her. And then it's only six episodes. It was the it was the highest rated show this year in uh, Britain. And they paid lots of oodles and noodles, like Meek Mill said, to get that show. You need to see that show, guys. It's a lot of fucking intenseness. The best show I saw all year. And I saw some good shows. I, I It has overtaken uh, this season of Westworld and this season of Housemaid. I would not be shocked if this one an Emmy. You heard it here. John Cryer is going to be the next Lex Luthor in Supergirl Season 4. Now, the reason why I mention that is because he was actually in Superman 4. He was actually an actor in Superman 4 as a child. So, shout out to John Cryer from Two and a Half Men. Ducky from back in the day. 16 Candles, I believe. He's I like him. I like John Cryer. That's my homie. Uh, A Fantastic Woman. Now, I did not... A Fantastic Woman. A Fantastic Woman is a 2017 movie directed by Sebastian Lelio, starring Daniela Vega, Francisco Reyes, and Luis Neco. Daniela Vega, that's her name. So this one for the foreign film, and I'm late, and I lied. I did not watch the foreign films last year, guys. I'm a fraud. Uh, I did pick, and I did pick A Fantastic Woman. And it is a 7.2, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 86% on Metacritic. Marina, Marina, Uh, she is a transgender person, female, and she is in a relationship with a man, older man, and the dude dies, and the family of him, I guess, was discussing that they were together, he had children, he had an ex-wife, they tried to make her miserable, and they tried to frame his death on her, it's a very incredible movie, Uh, the acting is superb. Highly recommended. Um, Like I said, it has an Oscar, so I don't even have to recommend it. But a fantastic woman. It 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 takes place in I believe Argentina, and it is it's played by an actual. uh, It it's played by an actual transgender person, and it's in Spanish. It's in Spanish. uh, Oh, Chilean. I knew it was in Chile. Uh, Yeah, Chilean. So Santiago, uh, Chile and 2017 it won the best foreign film. You need to check that out if you're not all if you're not all like immature and and give a shit about transgender people like not seeing them in a movie, you're whack cuz you're missing out on a really good film. So like I said Daniela Vega, she plays Marina in A Fantastic Woman. Need to see that. Uh I watch Cobra Kai. Now YouTube has its own, shout out to YouTube. That's where I'm recording this right now, my live version. Uh YouTube has its own premium programming. They have a couple of shows, Origin. Uh they have a couple of shows, but one of the shows that I watch with my brother and I don't get to, I don't get to watch that many shows with my brother. We have different schedules. He's engaged. Like there's a lot of things going on. I got to start planning his bachelor party actually, even though I'm not the best man. I'm not heard about that. He is a best friend for that. But I'm honored because I think they're hinting that I should be planning this bachelor party. And you couldn't have got anybody better. Because I love bachelor parties. I love dude vacations. I love being with women. And you know how it got down when I went with all-women trip. I don't think I'm ready for that again. Couldn't keep my dick in my pants last time. Sorry, 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 Brazil. Sorry. But Cobra Kai... If you're not familiar with the karate Kid is the dojo that was against miyagi's do- uh, Mr. Miyagi's Dojo, and so the uh the character comes back all of them actually. It's a spin off series and it is excellent. If you know someone with a YouTube premium account, please go see that. It's not like a overly adult show. it's not it's a, it's kind of a tweener, but it's really good. And um I enjoyed the tweener of Sabrina, even though that wasn't really a tweener. That was very that was pretty adult, but had a lot of teenagers in it. Same thing with Cobra Kai. There's a lot of young people. There's a girl that looks like uh, the girl from the woman lead singer from Alabama Shakes. She's one of my favorites. It's great. It's a diverse cast. Ra- um Ralph Macchio uh, reprises his role as Daniel's son. You need to check it out. I also saw on Thanksgiving Eve, I saw Creed Part 2 starring Michael B. Jordan. Now, sorry to reference Joe Budden's podcast again, but that guy's an idiot. I love Joe Budden, but he's an idiot. He said that he wants to see a role where Michael B. Jordan talks more than four lines. He brought up Fantastic Four. He brought up Fruitvale Station where he was the lead and it was an Oscar buzzed film. He was on The Wire, he was the little guy with cornrows, and he died on the, spoiler alert, he died on The Wire. But my thing is, Michael B. Jordan's the man. I don't care what he's in, I'm always going to see it. Wakanda forever, what the fuck, I don't care. Killmonger, let's do it. So my thing is, uh, Creed was good. It was good. It wasn't terrible. It was enjoyable. It just wasn't as good as Creed Part 1. And that happens. Most sequels are not as good as the predecessor. Not as good as the original. But I was telling my uncle who saw it with me, I saw it with my cousin also. We saw it in this uh, this movie theater in Closters, New Jersey. It's nice. It's got the seating, the reclining seats that we all try to enjoy now. And they bring food out to you and they have like tables and stuff and they have milkshakes and a bar, like a full alcohol bar. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. But um, again, I think I was telling my uncle, and he, he was like, what, the, what, what, "What do you mean that they were trying to go for the Oscars?" Yes, Creed one was trying to get Oscar buzz. You can tell it in the script. You can tell it in Sylvester Stallone's performance. You, uh, the origin story was was good enough for that, and that's why so, uh, Sly got nominated and shit like that. that. That's cool. He he, there will not be any nominations for part two. Zero. You got it here. Zero doesn't mean it was a trash film. It just kind of feels like it was because Creed 1 was that much better. Drago's in it. And to be honest, part 3, is Adonis uh, Creed going to fight Brook Hogan? Is that what's going to happen? That's another thing I didn't like. They should have brought Drago in the first one. Now it's like... But it was pretty good. It was cool. Um, The ending is the best part. I'm not going to tell you the ending, but um, the way that the Drago family... Bridget Nielsen makes a, an appearance again. She is the wife, ex-wife or whatever, wife of Drago. So, And the, and the son fights Creed this time, so it's a rematch of the, the lineage of the sons. Apollo died in part four, I believe, of, of Rocky. There's been too many, so now we have to get down to the Creed. Remember when he fought Antonio Tarver? As a matter of fact, they're coming out with another Rambo, and this time he's coming after like Mexican tar- cartel people in order to save someone's family shocker there he's a big conservative but uh yeah man that's what i'm watching Uh, i watched a lot this week so i'll be uh you'll be hearing more from me because i definitely got some more things that i'm watching and uh movies that i'll be sneaking out from work to go see i got you guys i got you i got a job to fulfill and it ain't work Where the fuck did I go, guys? I went to go see Dipset, Dipset, Dipset. Santana an Set Set. Who you wit wit. Throw up yo set. Dipset, Dipset. And I'm from Queens. And I think because I had a distaste for Dipset and Harlem and Cameron, because I used to have this friend that was just dick riding Harlem. And he's from Harlem. He's supposed to represent where you're from. But he just had such a biased opinion of Cameron that I used to get turned off. And not just that, Cameron used to get a little lazy on the lyrics. That's my dude though. I love the swag of Cameron. Yo, dipset. So it was it was a, a concert where like pretty much everybody was on stage. It was like old school rap concert. This girl that I mess around with every once in a while, she um had a lot of people reject her for the tickets. They bailed on her. And me, I'm like the yes man. I'm like Jim Carrey, baby. Uh, I definitely said yes to that. I came to Harlem from Queens. I was, I was already coming back from work or somewhere. Oh no, I was coming back from Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I did not shop, by the way. It was my first year not doing anything for Cyber Monday or Black Friday. I just wasn't in the mood. I'll I'll get what I gotta get later for Christmas and all that good shit. But I made my way. We had drinks. I asked her why we don't fuck anymore. She said that, um, she has too many people she's fucking right now. And... I just got a blowjob recently by her ex's person that she's fucking with now. That he's fucking with now. It all comes full circle, guys. New York it has nine billion people nine million people and you still end up fucking and being Eskimo Brothers with associates. So I used to feel guilty, but I but this girl's a little chubby and she like that and I, you know, his ex a little chubby too, so I had no idea he's a little chubby chaser, so his ex, who I, you know, occasionally hang out with and shit like that. As a matter of fact, a mutual friend of ours called us out because, like, you know, we had, like, inter... That's Yo, know, if you're going to post stories, guys, try not to post it at the same time as the person you, you don't think that people know that you're hanging out with. So she was posting stories, and then one of my exes was like, Are you fucking her? Are you fucking blanks ex? And I'm like, is it that noticeable? Shit. So Dipset was fire. Like I said, it was... It was like a, it was like an old school rap concert. They all gathered around. They were all on stage there. Their whole family and shit. There was mad blunts. There was mad fucking drinks. Everybody was popping bottles and shit. Shit was dope. I was feeling very nostalgic. And I fanboyed for Cameron. He had the pink hat. He had the, the, the bape, like, freaking pink camouflage. Before that, they had, like, the the Sgt. Pepper Lonely Heart Band uh, outfits. Santana had all his teeth. I don't know if you remember 50 cent called him out for having no teeth and then all of a sudden he had the chiclet teeth uh he, he put veneers on top of them he's about to go to jail for a gun charge so at the show he um proposed to kim bella kim bella that's her name right in front of all of us she had a little thick body but I, I heard it's fake i don't watch that much reality tv so i had to hear that from someone else then i also heard that she sucked Fabulous's dick fabulous i love fabulous but if I was a celebrity and um, I tried to wipe you up and you admitted that you sucked a celebrity's dick that I have to be around for a while, I'm good. It's, different. it's also different when you fuck somebody. Like, oh, yeah, we fucked. We fucked around. But you gave him pleasure and he didn't give you any pleasure back. He treated you like a glory hole. And I don't want my future wife to be a glory hole. I mean, it might happen. Girls lie. Men lie. Numbers don't. I know you've heard that before. Cliche, cliche. But uh, yeah, man. And I also and the same girl that brought me to Dipset, she invited me to Friendsgiving. I'm over Friendsgiving, guys. I got invited by the kickball team kind of like half handed. It was the girl that I'm beefing with. But what's up with that, man? What's up with all these Friendsgiving? Does nobody like is, is everybody too poor to leave New York? Or 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 why do you need to celebrate Thanksgiving with your friends? Are you, are you that grateful? Are you that grateful? and are you are you still telling everybody every day that you're grateful stop it five stop it on to the next bitches Hey, Inception. So what the fuck did I just say? Now here's the phrase of the week, guys. Only, I mean, uh, survival of the dickest. Now it is not the survival of the fittest. I even thought about doing survival of the sickest. But that would kind of contradict the phrase. Like, it's survival of the fittest. So if it was the survival of the sickest, now... If we were doing, like, Beastie Boys and shit like that, you know, license to ill and things are sick, things are ill and stuff like that, I get that. You know, shout out to one of my friends that's trying to bring Jiggy back. I don't think that's going to happen. Not very certified. So, yeah. This is survival of the dickest. And, to be honest, it's survival of me. And it's survival of all assholes out there. This is a toast to the douchebags. This is the toast of to the assholes. Now, my thing is is that uh oh by the way, now nah, I'll talk about our next episode. Cause I don't really have that many places that I went other than that. So we'll keep that for next episode. I'll leave you guessing. But um Yeah. Actually fuck it. Fuck it. On the where the fuck I just go, let's talk about push. Uh, let's talk about Pusha T real quick. I went to go see him with my friends Hakeem and Devin. Shout out to Devin. he's gonna be on my uh, the new live version to keep up soon. We went with our old shipping manager. Now he's on the the Pusha T side of the debate with Drake. Um, recently, there was water bottles thrown at Pusha T at a Toronto confer- uh, concert. He called out Drake saying that he paid for it. I don't believe that, but it's all good. I'm a fan of Pusha T, even though I'm a more fan of Drake. I do think that Drake won the battle. You heard already heard me say that. He's just a better rapper than Pusha T. Sorry. But that performance was awesome. We got to the front. We were at Irvin Plaza. She was fire. He played all the songs from Daytona. He played some dope-ass songs with Jay-Z. I love Pusha T. It was a really good show. Nobody threw water bottles at him. I could barely smoke my weed either cuz it was more security than ever, but I get it. He had water bottles thrown at him last time. So this time he had to be decked out with the security. So that's a little bonus for you. But back to what the fuck did I say? Uh one bless you is fine, guys. If somebody sneezes, it's you. It's you. It's you, 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 you. Guys, you're only getting one bless you. And even if I sneeze multiple times, do not fucking give me another blessing. One is fine. One is fine. Why do uh, why do certain professions think that you're obligated to talk to them? Like bus drivers. They think that you need to thank them for the ride, that someone else is paying them to do. Volunteerism deserves thank yous. Flights Movie theaters, I told you, nobody needs to thank you for doing their fucking job. I don't see why people need to thank you. That is such an ego thing. Back to uh, the fake environmentalist about Amazon. So I'm not going to say her name, but I went to middle school with her. But I have a side story about her. Uh, when we were in middle school, she thought it was funny. Her and this other girl um, that we were both in middle school. As a matter of fact, the listener, one of my favorite listeners and one of my best friends, Oscar. He knows who she is. It's someone he used to mess around with in middle school. He'll put it together. They used to kick me in the crotch, and I don't know why they would. Why would they do that? Makes zero sense. So they would kick me in the crotch, and one day I told them that I would kick them back. So to make a long story short. I kicked them both back in the crotch on separate occasions. Now, the reason why I mentioned the Amazon girl—la la la la—she lives in Portland. She kind of dipped on everybody, so why do we care what you think about Amazon? Why'd you move? I mean, you're not with us no more. Bye. You're part of the Oregon crew. I kicked her so hard. Oh wow, my fucking video went out. What the fuck? Wow, guys. Wow. I don't I don't think it recorded anymore. Oh, I'm so tight right now. I'm so mad! Wow, where the fuck did this video go, guys? I'm so mad right now. I thought I was—I was recording this. What the fuck? Oh my god, it didn't record the video at all! Oh, sorry guys, you just heard some crazy shit from me. I just tried to record this damn thing on YouTube, and it just stopped. It just stopped and didn't save the video. Wow, that was pretty bummer. Wow, I'm so mad right now. But anyway, so you get to see how mad I am, guys. You get to, well, not even see. You get to hear how fucking upset I am about this. <sighs> I can't believe that happened. It just cut off. Just totally cut off. Anyway. So I kicked Emily so hard, damn, I kicked Emily so hard that I uh, I heard a squish, I heard an elk, a little squish when I kicked her, and to be honest, I probably stuck my toe in her fucking vagina, that's how hard I kicked her through the overalls, but that, that should be a lesson to everyone guys, don't kick people, don't kick men in their fucking crotch, like what the fuck is up with that, why do people, why do women think that's funny? Why do women think that that's the go-to? Even if, like, you didn't do anything to them. Even if you disrespected them. Like, they think it's okay to kick you in the fucking dick. I see stars when you kick me in the dick. I'm not ready for that. So I'm gonna kick you in the fucking vagina if you do that. Fucking warning. You got your fair warning. I'm pissed that my video didn't upload. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. But now, I wanna kick someone else in the cooch because of this damn thing. Because my fucking video didn't work, where's a vagina out there that I can kick? Where is a vagina... That I can fucking kick right now. I'm down for the camel toe. And I'm down for my toe to get lost in the camel toe. What's up? (laughs) (sighs) So I was talking to my dad. And I was talking about uh, consulting for free. Now I can't consult for free right now. Because I'm broke. And I'm trying to make it in life. But when I get to a certain point. Which I, I don't doubt that I'll get to. Uh, I'm going to do some pro bono shit. Uh, none of the people that did my voiceover uh, in lessons and instructions let me go away without paying. As a matter of fact, my granddaddy uh, put one of my instructors on back in the day at WBLS, and he only gave me a discount. So that just lets you know that where the, the top voiceover actors are in life. Hold on, real quick. I'm like, I'm like more than fucking livid about this, but we're gonna continue on. We're gonna continue the fuck on. So like I, so like I was telling my dad I want to do some pro bono work when' I'm, when' I'm, uh, when I'm more established, because there's nothing worse than like being talented and being told you got to pay your dues, especially by people that are not as talented as you. They only do that to keep you away. They only do that to stop you from being better than them. So fuck them. you'll give them the fucking stew nod, you fucking bitch. Like, stop with that shit. If you're annoying, I'm not chasing you down to hang out. Let me casually run into you as intended. Now, if you're getting curved, like Cameron said, it's your responsibility. It is your responsibility to accept it. If I'm curving you and you're not noticing that shit, you're crazy. You're crazy. Because I will make time to hang out with people. I will not make time to hang out with people that annoy me. And... Can I like you from afar? That's possible. I don't know why people think that like you have to be around people that you don't like. Now, that doesn't mean, like I said, that doesn't mean I don't like these people in general. But if you're annoying, I don't want to spend a lot of time with you. I can only deal with you in doses. And that's whack. So if you're annoying, stay the fuck away from me. Let me come to you when I'm ready. Because, nah, son, what's up with that? So if you're annoying, don't chase me consulting, back to consulting, survival of the dickest, like I said, man, the dicks are the ones with the keys, the, the, the whack people in the world are the ones that open doors for you, why is that so, why is that so, and why is everybody a fucking consultant? I saw this, uh, statistic that said that in 2050, no, 2030, 2030, that 70, 70% of the US is going to be entrepreneurs. And to be honest, 30% of that is probably going to be Instagram thought models. But they're right. They're mad, mad people. Mad people are like experts on nothing nowadays. And yeah, man. So when it comes to consulting, everybody just wants to like just tell people how to run their business. But nobody wants to open their own. And their own business is telling people how to run their business. Hmm. Sounds weird. But I got uh get back to Thanksgiving, actually. Surviv- th- that turkey did not survive. And even though I don't like turkey, the lamb didn't survive either. That was a Thanksgiving massacre. But the reason why I say it was a Thanksgiving massacre is because I fucking opened my big mouth. When I was younger, I was told a story, and I believe it, that uh, my grandmother offered my mother to go to Europe to leave my dad. And that definitely happened. She confirmed it. But my granddaddy died last month. And they used to, they had a dinner together, and my granddaddy, he grew up in the South, and very racist South. And during the dinner, he said, I wish I didn't raise my son to not be with his own kind. Now, we all know that's wrong. We all know that's whack. But this guy used to see people get lynched. This guy was watching people, and himself, pick cotton. He don't gotta love white people. He can respect them. He can walk amongst the earth. He gets a pass. It's not that, like, you get a pass, but, like, you understand. And my grandmother was trying to make it seem like she was saint and all that. Like, she was, like, at a Rat Pack dinner, and, like, they all were like, oh, oh, we don't want, Now, Now, it wasn't, like, some Romeo and Juliet Montague thing. It wasn't like, oh, they're too young. No, it was because of my dad's skin color. And she's talking about it as if it's, like, like some casual shit. And, like, she wasn't responsible for being a catalyst in racism and bigotry. So I made her cry because I mentioned that, and it sucks, man. It sucks. I'm not going to lie. One of the downfalls about being biracial is that you can't be you. You really can't without offending people. And it's funny. It's about you. It's your experience. But people want you to hide, want to suppress like what you're feeling when it comes to racial issues because they feel that you're black enough not to care or they think that you're white enough not to care. And that's not true. I feel it on both sides. I'm black on both sides. I'm white on both sides. I am me. So, sorry to my grandmother. I would never want to make her cry. I don't like it. And my mom told me that is an inspirational story, by the way. She didn't tell it to make my grandmother or anybody. Even my granddaddy who said that. Not to make them villainous. Maybe my grandfather on my mom's side. Because he's super racist and he never stopped being racist, to be honest. He was on the birther movement for Trump. He was a Simon Bircher. He's whack. I mean, I'm not happy. I mean, I love him, but he was such an evil dude. Nowhere close to where my grandmother or my granddaddy were. They weren't married. That's my dad's dad, and that's my mom's mom. And my grandpa, the Italian one, he's the one that's that's so whack, evil mafia dude. Stole from people, cheated on my grandmother so much. But whatever. My grandmother took it. I said something when she left, and she took it as that I said. And she has one deaf ear, by the way. That I said that she wishes that I was never born. Now, I would never say that to my grandmother. But like I said, I let Pandora's box out. I wasn't supposed to tell that story that she used to be a racist. And she's voted for Reagan. And she won't admit that she voted for Trump. But that's not to say that my grandmother wasn't the best grandmother on planet Earth. She really was. That's why my mom told that story. Because she wanted to give us a journey. A journey that my grandmother went through. And it actually impressed us. It really did. It impressed me. I was like, damn, you came a long way. And coming from where my grandpa came from, he didn't change. He didn't progress. He became more racist, as a matter of fact. And my granddaddy, he progressed. He progressed. We had a great relationship, especially uh, before he died and before he got dementia. And he wasn't perfect. And like I said, my grandmother was ace. She was way, She was the superior grandparent. But my point is, and what I mentioned before, Is that you don't got to shit on my granddaddy who just died a month ago to make yourself look good. I love my grandmother. Again, I think that she's the best thing since sliced bread. But I wasn't down with her coming at my grandfather during the Thanksgiving. So that was my Thanksgiving. I was very contentious. Somebody wanted a lie about saying that um, British Parliament comes to the U.S. to get their health care. Not true. I looked it up. I just can't stand people that lie, man. You can be the survival of the dickest. And still not have to lie. You can be a dick. You can survive. You can do all those things. Just don't base my fucking conversation on a lie. I love debates. I love being in conversation. But I can't. I can't like argue with somebody that I know is just straight up lying, just regurgitating some Fox News type shit. Fuck you. Wow, that actually was a subject. I thought I was actually bringing that out. Um. Yeah, man. My grandmother said that like. Protesting is whack. So did Josh. Josh said the same thing that my my incredibly racist conservative friend, he's crazy, man. But anyway, um, they don't like peaceful protesting. They think that, like, that you should just go on your merry way. Guys, I will say this again. Protesting is a natural right. You are allowed to do it. It is probably the most American thing you can do. It's more American than apple pie. It's more American than waving your fucking patriotic flag protesting is what got this country where it is legislatively we have been ignored many times so go out there and fucking protest try to do it peacefully don't try to break things I mean if you break things whatever try not to break people though that that's where you should draw the line so guys I kind of went on the deep end where my video didn't uh, upload that is super duper whack so I'm gonna try again I'm Probably not gonna put up the first video either. We'll see because I don't want to like skip I don't want to skip so maybe the first official YouTube upload will be next week. <sighs> but I tried guys. I really did. Um, like I said, I got a live version of this show coming real soon, probably February. I got my hosts together. I'm trying to get a, a DJ. I'm trying to get a producer an engineer. Maybe a business manager, office space. All those things will come, but for now, um, be on the lookout for Keep Up Live. That's happening in February. That's going to be the YouTube show. I mean, we, this will be the YouTube show as well, but we'll be recording that, and um, I will have three other hosts. One will be called. Uh, one is called Peaches. She was from Keeping It Real Hot and Fresh. So is Jamie. Jamie will be on my program as well, our program. It's a collaboration. And my best friend, Dev. He was on Keep Up episode 10, the Pop Quiz Edition. Yeah, man, big things are coming. Big things are coming, and I'm very happy that you guys listen. I'm so sorry that I can't get this video out to you guys. I think it was because my phone was dying. Who knows? But I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. I don't have a regular camera, so I had to use my phone. My bad, fans. My bad, audience members. Whatever. But you're listening to Sylvan Sane. You're listening to Keep Up. This episode was episode 30. Fucking four. And we did uh, Survival of the Dickest. And basically, motherfuckers out there, whether it's in my show story or in my monologue, what the fuck happened. um, Basically, the assholes are the ones that survive. Only the good die young. That's the one that I can probably equate to this one. But once again, keep a lookout on the things that I'm developing Go on YouTube soon this weekend. I'm going to be uploading some videos, so you won't be too hurt that you didn't get to see this video of this episode. <sighs> Such a bummer. But um, follow me, still of insane on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. That's still of insane three, or still of insane, or keep up, uh, shut up, keep up. NYC is run by Maria. She is my social media manager, and she does a fine job. Uh, so keep up, NYC is my Instagram handle for the show. I got business cards. I'm coming up with stickers. I'm making lighters. I'm gonna make limited edition shirts. It's only going up, motherfuckers, except for the except for the YouTube upload. Still uh, doing baby steps with that. So what you need to do is you need to keep a lookout for m- the next episode, which I'll be taping in Long Island. It will be based on. Um, The new episode, I'll I'll tell you the new episode, why not? Since you waited so long for this one. And you waited long for the other one, to be honest. I've been kind of out of whack with the scheduling. But I'm coming back, I'm coming back with the scheduling. But the next episode is going to be called Not Only God Can Judge Me. Inspired by Tupac and inspired by so many other people that think that I can't judge them. You are not safe, asshole. Anyway, you better shut the fuck up. Listen up and keep up with still been saying over and out homie. me.